Hello, hello, I'm back. It's your favorite host, Jenny Bentley, and I'm here with another episode on Hey, Let's Talk About. As the title of this episode suggests, I want to talk to you guys about when there are certain situations that it's necessary or it's best to call someone out for something they might have done, said, how they acted towards you, or maybe something that needs to be addressed. And I want to talk about how you can do that successfully to where you are solving problems instead of making more. Now I know what you must be thinking. Jenny, I'm not really that type of person to bring up these types of things. I think I should just let it go. Some things are best not said to avoid conflict and make uh, make matters worse. And I completely agree. I can see where you're coming from and I understand why you might be feeling this way. Um, confrontation or discussions that are hard or talking about difficult subjects or, you know, bringing up things that someone did is hard. It's it's uncomfortable. And most likely who you would be doing this with is someone that you're close to, a close friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other. And if you're not used to having to do this, it, it can be extremely hard to approach and intimidating enough to where you might let it go. However, I do want to say that there are some situations where you can't avoid having a conversation. Some things are okay to let go. Um, and those things are usually petty arguments over something stupid, like what has better tacos or Chick-fil-A or Cane's or something like that. Um, those are the types of things that you let go and move on from. Um, but there are other more serious topics, more um, important things that need to be addressed with you and the other person that you cannot let slide, that you cannot let go, that need to be called out. Because if you don't, you might run into the same similar situation and it can become a pattern if you are not careful. There are situations that do call for you to talk things out. So I'm here to help you out, hopefully give you some advice on how to do that successfully, how to solve your problems, do it in the best way possible. So you are becoming a part of the solution, not the problem. You want to make things better. That's what I'm hoping. So let me give you a personal anecdote that actually was the inspiration for this video. And these, this conversation actually involved a family member. So my aunt and my mom, they are cousins. And my mom and her haven't talked in a long time. And didn't really keep in touch, which I think is kind of sad. The story starts in when I was sophomore year of high school and I follow my aunt on social media 
present and pretty impressed at that just because of um, how much older she is. But that's besides the point. She was posting on her Instagram stories her trip that she was she was taking with her daughter to help her move back in to her you know come back for college from the summer um they live in florida and she goes to a uc school so they drove all the way from florida to california to move her in and of course this took more than a day so she and her daughter which would technically be my cousin um actually i have no idea but regard that (laughs) ignore that yeah, they made stops along the way because there's no way you could do that in a day. So I was on Instagram one day and I opened up her story and I noticed that they had stopped in Austin. If you don't know, I am from Austin. We live in Austin. And I saw that this story was over 12 hours old. And my first reaction was, are you serious? What? How, like, they didn't text us, they didn't call us, they didn't let us know. My oldest sister also follows her on social media. She could have DM'd either one of us. And by the looks of it, they were there for a day and a half before they continued on. That was, there's, there was definitely time for them to meet up for lunch or just say a quick hello somewhere or you know my my mom could have caught up with her and see how things were doing because like I said they haven't ever talked in years I was really frustrated so what I did is I actually I dm'd her I replied to her story saying I cannot believe you didn't tell us you were in Austin we all could have gotten together and said hi and her response was, oh, yeah, um, you know, we weren't really there for that long, which obviously wasn't true. So, yeah, we really couldn't have gone together, but I really would have. I would have loved to, blah, blah, blah. Now, later that day, I was at school, and I came home, and my older sister and my mom had found out what I did. I don't know if this is how it is with your mom, but my mom finds out everything. You can't hide anything from her. She will find out whether you want to want her to or not. Gossip travels and your family will hear it. So my sister found out what I had said to her somehow. Or... And then, so when I came home, they were furious. They were on me, saying things like, Jenny, why did you do that? I cannot believe you DM'd her. Like, what gave you the nerve? Are you crazy? Why would you say something like that? I can't believe that, you know, you would say that. This is uncalled for. This isn't your place. And my argument for them was, It kind of feels like it is because I know for certain that my mom and my older sister are not the type to confront people when I think it's necessary. My mom is super nice to everyone, almost nice to a fault. When people ask for help, she is ready with the help. And 
sometimes she gives help when she shouldn't, when it takes up time for her to be going to doctor's appointments or watching her health or doing things for her health. And it's hard to watch her do this to herself because she is such a giver and always there for for her, for uh, not for her. She's always there for her family and other people who ask for help that she forgets to um, put herself first sometimes when she really does need to. Same thing goes for my older sister. Very nice, but well, you know, if something's wrong, she won't say anything. So when I responded to them, I told them I did feel like I had to because neither one of you guys would have. And it's true. They, I don't think they could have argued otherwise. So I had replied back to my aunt to what she said, saying, you know, I just don't see that as an excuse. It seems like you were here for more than a day. She had replied back to me while I was having this <laughs> this conversation with my mom and sister. She was saying, you're right. I am sorry. I should have reached out to you guys. And we should have gotten together. We should have talked. And everything changed from then on. My mom kept in contact with her. And they still do today. Two years after that conversation, my sister got, my sister was getting married. She was invited to the wedding. And we were having this wardrobe malfunction where um, my sister needed lipstick. But the only place that they had it was at the Mac store at the opposite side of town. My aunt, my mom's cousin, she took her rental car and drove all the way over to that store and bought the lipstick and gave it to my sister so that all the pictures from the ceremony and the reception would stay continuous. I mean, six years, I mean, six years ago today, I could never have imagined that she would have done that for us. Never. She couldn't even, you know, she couldn't even text us letting her know she was in Austin. It, um, I mean, look at that progress, really. She was there in the biggest time that someone could need help. And she she came through. She even came through when we had another wardrobe malfunction with my sister. Um, we had to shorten the train of her wedding dress before she walked in to be announced. And it took about 30 minutes. It was a pain in the ass trying to pin up all these buttons and whatever. And my aunt was right there helping alongside me and my mom. And it was really amazing to see this, you know, change from two years ago. And the reception was really fun. I actually had help from her as well at the wedding reception. I love to dance. And wedding receptions are the funnest thing ever. I was dancing all night up until that DJ packed up. My feet were so sore the next day. I could barely stand. Oh my gosh, it was awful, but I don't regret it one bit at all. I only was off the dance floor for water, and even that was for a couple of seconds. 10 minutes into that reception, I was already getting really sweaty, and my long maid of honor dress was not giving me enough mobility for me to break it down. So 
It was my aunt that helped me knot it up, so it was about knee length, so I could continue dancing. It was really fun, and uh, part of it was because of her. We hung out. We took funny, silly photos at the photo booth they had, and it was awesome. It was great. About two years after that, or so, she even she had a wedding that she had to go to um, in Austin, so she decided to come up a few days earlier so she could hang out with us, our family. We got lunch at the Grove, and we finally did have that conversation. We got to catch up and hang out, and it was great. And I still think of that moment of how it ultimately. And I had this conversation with my mom and my sister that if it wasn't for me calling my aunt out for what she did or didn't do, none of that would have been possible. My mom wouldn't be talking to her constantly. She wouldn't have been as much help or fun at her at my sister's wedding. And things would still be estranged. And I'm so proud of the fact that I did the right thing, even though both my family members thought it wasn't that is i mean isn't that really cool now you know sometimes if you run into having to call someone out on their shit it might not be as um dramatic or novel like as my story but Nonetheless, it is an important skill to learn how to do. Um, I would say that the first thing you want to learn to do is come from a place of respect and kindness and love. Make sure you're not you're not going in to hurt that person. You're not trying to make them mad. You're not trying to upset them in any way because that's creating more problems and you are having this conversation to clear up any problems to clear the air it's like when a teacher says hey i need you to pay attention in class or you guys need to be quiet they're not saying that to hurt your feelings they're saying that because that is what's best for you and that's what needs to be done it's the same thing you shouldn't be trying to hurt the other person you're saying this because it needs to be said you also want to make sure that how you say it does not seem like you're placing any type of blame on that person even if you know they are to blame make sure to use i statements like i feel don't sugarcoat it though you want to be direct you want to make sure that your message and your feelings are come across clearly. So there is no misunderstanding. This is especially important if you run into this type of situation with, you know, a significant other and you're in a relationship. It's something like, you know, where maybe they, you know, canceled on you last minute for a date or something. Or, you know, and it wasn't really... Oh, called for because it was just because their friends wanted to go to the bars and they decided they didn't want to hang out with you. I would hope you know that that's something you call some, them out for. And you make sure just to nip it in the bud, going back to what I said earlier, is you don't want this to become a pattern. You bring it up now 
when it happens the first time so it never happens again. Because mm, men are kind of like dogs. You know, you train them. Um, the first couple months in a relationship, that kind of determines the dynamic between the two of you, how he treats you, and what the relationship is, like what is expected of him, how he's supposed to behave and act. All of that is set within the first few months of that relationship. So that means you are setting good habits or you can be setting bad ones. So whenever something bad happens, you better make sure you say something because if you don't and you decide to say say it the second time, it's not going to be as impactful because they will remember when it happened the first time and you didn't say anything and they're going to wonder why you're making it uh, making a deal about it now when maybe they when they don't realize it was a deal for you the first time it happened but you decided not to say anything trust me you need to say something as soon as it happens because what will end up happening is that boy he will learn to treat you the way by how you respond to certain things he does that's just how they are if you don't if you don't speak up and say that there's something wrong or that there's a problem they won't know it's a problem how could they they're not a mind reader i mean you're not a mind reader that'd be kind of weird if you were but it's it's true how is somebody supposed to know something's wrong unless you bring it up so yes, calling someone out on these types of things are important. Again, Chick-fil-A versus Canes, that's a friendly argument. What I'm dealing with is something a little bit more more um, concerning or um, a better word for it would be a more deeper topic that does need to be discussed because it deals with the viability of a relationship with that person or um, a friend or whoever. It's important. Now, I know it can be uncomfortable to have these conversations and, you know, not everyone is a straight shooter. I am, which is why I'm trying to encourage you, if you aren't, to practice these skills or master them so that when you do run into a situation, which you will, you know how to handle it. You know how to do it. And you can walk away with the problem solved and everything is, you know, everything's good again. And it's not to say things are back to normal because why would you want to go back to what it was before? I, it's, it's better than it was before. And that relationship became stronger because you worked through it. Because you worked out your differences, you used your words. Like when you're a toddler and they say, use your words. Same thing with adults. Use your words. Talk about your feelings. It's not weird. You know, these are very important things to learn. And I think that also as a, you know, if you ever decide to become a parent, this is also something that's very important that will um, help you out. You know, when they are in middle school and you need to have those hard conversations, maybe about puberty or periods and dating and then in high school having to talk about sex safe sex um how 
um, about STDs. Maybe um, you want to make your kids aware of that the world can be scary. You want to talk about current events, maybe about politics. My dad did. You want to talk about how there's kidnappings and there's rapings and there's, you know, there child trafficking, sex trafficking exists. You know, you want to prepare your children for when they leave the nest, you know, you can have a peace of mind knowing that you've prepared them the best you can. You've equipped them with the best tools. You've raised them right. You, um, and that's how you do it is by having those tough conversations. You aren't building anything when things are easy easy and happy that's when you appreciate it it doesn't mean everything's gonna stay that way you're only make you're only growing from who you were if you face those problems head on you don't hesitate you're not hurting their feelings maybe that's something that is discouraging you from having a talk is because you don't want to hurt their feelings i would like to argue that you are hurting yourself and if you don't have this conversation you will never go you will never be able to if something similar happens it's important to know that some situations do call for calling someone out because sometimes some when people say something or act the way they do, sometimes they don't even realize what they're doing is wrong or that it did upset you. Goes back to the whole mind reading thing. And, you know, they're not doing it with the intent to hurt you. They are just, you know, they're human. We all are. We're all prone to make mistakes. We're not perfect. No one is. Life is messy. But if we learn to come from a place of understanding, open mindedness, patience, empathy, forgiveness like cooperating and um being a team player if you can learn to do things like that and go about how how you live and how you interact with everybody you will be very successful you will be a lot happier and when things go a little get a little bumpy you'll be able to handle yourself you'll be able to make it through I think these are really important skills to master because even as an adult, you're going to come across maybe some irritating coworkers, roommates, bosses, peers, whatever. Like I said, life isn't easy. But if you can learn to properly have a confrontation, if you will, I guarantee you that life will be a lot easier and your relationships will be a lot stronger because every time you work through something like this, you're bonding and that bond is becoming stronger because instead of giving up and, you know, just letting an argument, just letting it continue, keep holding, keep holding a grudge, not letting things go, keeping a bottled up inside growing resentment, annoyance, any harboring any negative feelings, harboring feelings in general is, is bad. And you will be saving yourself so much pain and trouble by having tough conversations like that. And they are so worth it in the end because 
you are becoming mature, whether or not you realize it, because it takes patience, it takes experience, it takes practice for someone to have to experience this and not get angry themselves, not start trying to hurt the person with words or letting it become a pure argument with nothing happening. It's just another one that you've had over a period of time. Don't give in to that. Be patient. Be kind. Because giving up is, it's, it's only, you only give up when there, you've done everything you can to solve the problem. Make it work. Do the right thing. If you've done the, all those things, then consider that. But if you haven't given it all, if you haven't been as patient, if you haven't had a discussion, if you haven't called them out, if you haven't worked things through, if you haven't tried every single thing you possibly could to save something, make it better, fix something, change not change the person, but get them to understand what they did was wrong, then you haven't tried. For example, I'm usually right. I don't say things that aren't true. And that can sometimes come off as um, abrupt, rough, I guess. And I've definitely gotten a lot better at that. However, once in a blue moon, I will have a conversation with someone and I will find myself in the wrong. And I'm not the type of person who thinks they're right. And can never admit they're wrong. I am not like that. If I'm wrong, I will admit it. I will. I will be like, wow, I didn't know that. I stand corrected. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. That is another way of handling an argument. Is acknowledging that you are a human. That you do make mistakes. That we aren't perfect. Owning up to our actions. I mean, some adults can't even do that. If you can learn that at a younger age, that's great. Because part of what's being wise, I can't remember what Greek philosopher said it, but along the lines of you're wise when you know that you know nothing. We're always constantly learning things about ourselves, how to improve, how to be better. Learn things about the world, about other people. If you can switch mindsets from being passively living your days and not really thinking about how you impact others. If you can switch to always trying to improve yourself and be better every day. I guarantee you that you'll be happier. And the progress that you make is worth it if you don't want to progress that's okay if you're happy with where you're at right now that's okay you know not everyone wants to but if you are i promise you i promise you that you will be happier and you're gonna learn to be more adaptable and resilient and you'll be able to face whatever comes your way and you'll be successful in whatever you decide to do So this is the end of the episode. I hope you were able to make it to the end. I hope that you can take some of my advice with you. And I'll see you guys next time in the next episode.